0: Sedano and LZ with you on 710 ESPN. We're giving away a car this month. We're giving away a virtual key. Perhaps in the next few minutes, you better be paying attention for that cue to call this hour. It's coming. It's coming soon. Uh, LZ, something that didn't come soon but eventually came was the Dodgers winning a championship. Yes. And our social team did a really good job today. They do a really good job every day. But they did an extra good job today. And... They had a question up there which was over the last 32 years prior to the Dodgers winning a championship if you could choose one guy on any of those rosters from 1989 until 2019 hmm. that you could have that you could have put on this team just because you wanted that person to get a ring right who would you pick
1: Rich Hill really yeah
0: wow i would have never guessed that that would have been your guess what or that you would have been your answer why is well,
1: you, that you know me george we know each other for a while you know i you know i'm a hard ass on on political stuff and you know i'm, I'm a hard ass on the basketball court but deep down inside i'm a softy and he's been through so much in his life you know personally and he battled back from you know his injuries uh, it, I think it just would have been yeah, nice. He
0: pitched in the minor leagues in his 30s, right? Yeah. <laughs> it
1: yeah. just would have been nice, right? It's a
0: nice story. Yes. It's a
1: nice story. You know, it may not necessarily, have, he may not have, you know, have the love of being a longtime Dodger, right. but just as a man, like father to father, what he's been through in his life, it just would have been nice.
0: See, mine is easy. You want to guess who I would pick? Puig? Oh, yeah. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt, man licking the bat he was i i know that he had his ups and downs and you know at the beginning people didn't like him but at the end i feel like the last year he was here people were getting along with him and he was good um he had a good season and he had great seasons here and you know he was just kind of like that lightning bolt right like everybody i think every fun roster has one of those like he was the you know in the last dance that we're talking about every team needs a rodman or every team has a rodman or whatever he was Mm -hmm. kind of the dodgers rodman in a lot of ways and look, it doesn't hurt that he's Cuban too, right? But that yeah. um but that to me, that would have been the guy. Like Puig your friend, I'm really sad that he wasn't a part of it. I feel like he could have been really good on this team for sure. I don't I think he he would have had a place had they wanted to keep him around. Sure, um, maybe a DH? Yeah. You and know? let's not forget it. The man's house got robbed during one of those World Series runs.
1: Well, I mean, he did, you know, kind of Never mind. I was I was going to say something that was going to suggest he contributed to it, but I don't think that's necessarily fair because no one's house should be robbed. But I would just say, I don't think he was always the smartest person with social media and stuff when it comes to stuff like that anyway. Right. Um, I mean, I wouldn't mind if he was with us in a DH role or whatever, but just from a story perspective, I wouldn't have mind him. Um, I wouldn't have mind to see chicken Strip still in the squad because he's so beloved by the players um, more than anything else, um, I wouldn't even mind. And you just may sound crazy, but I wouldn't even mind if you, Darvish, was on the squad. Whoa, wait a
0: second. Only because you, you? Only you because, Darvish, you?
1: Yes, I called him you, garbage. Yes, yes, I did. But now that I know. That he wasn't tipping his pitches, they were just straight up cheating. I, I mean, feel so bad for the way we ran him out of town. We, that you maybe, ran him out of town.
0: I was doing well, the morning I, show with you and Kiba. You were like, I, I have never seen you be as inconsolable after that game. Well,
1: just because he was so awful, he couldn't even give us a full inning. Like he took games. The game seven was over before it even started. But now that I know what contributed to it, I feel bad for the way that I talked about him. I also feel bad that he felt he couldn't come back here, you know, because obviously we didn't want him back given his performance in Game 7. But now that we know that he he was cheated, just like Kershaw and everyone else, then I think it would have been justified for him to, to actually have won a chip and cleanse himself of that like everyone else who was from that year did this year.
0: Yeah, and, and clearly he's still really good. Like we and saw clearly pitch he's very still well good, right? For the Cubs. Uh, Greg, who is your guy?
2: If I can only pick one, I think yes, I'm going to go with Andre easier. Saw, just cause,
0: cause saw, okay, yeah, because I saw on social <laughs> you picked like seven guys. Like, Did that, you really? That, that, that's yeah, I'm, well, if I can only. First, you're yeah, eating well, mac and cheese with spoons. So you can't pick just
1: one guy. What the hell, Greg? <laughs>
2: You know, I I I, I play next? by you, my own rules, LZ. But are you eating mayo <laughs> sandwiches next? <laughs> Andre Ethier is the right guy. Oh Andre no, Edier. no, I'll, there will, will never be mayo. at any. Andre <laughs> Ethier is the right guy because he he was a consummate professional and he was always he played here basically his entire career, minus like, like a year in Oakland. But for the most part, he was a Dodger, and I
0: really just wish he yeah. could have got one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's,
3: that's a good one. one. Laura? So I was between him and Matt Kemp. So I'll go with Mike Kempson. Oh, you just
1: want Kemp. Matt Kemp because his eyes light and stuff.
3: I mean, he's I know not bad you. to look at. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> no, he I should... love it. He was one of my favorite Dodgers. I know he, he was, was one of your
1: favorite Dodgers. <laughs> I'm sure he was. Give me one stat. One stat.
3: He looks great in the uniform. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a stat.
0: That is a stat. That is
1: a stat. That is yeah. a stat.
3: Which is the
0: Dodger you would have liked to have seen get a ring that did not get a ring in that stretch after 88 up until this season? 877710 ESPN, 877710 3776. There is baseball news. So remember, we talked about the other day, Walker Bueller agreed with me uh, and took a direct shot at Greg Bergman, saying that nobody <laughs> needs to see pitchers hitting. Now, Major League Baseball has reversed course. After saying they would go with Universal DH in 2021, they have reversed the course and said no Universal DH in 2021, and I hate it. I think it's stupid.
1: No, I love it because you want the manager to be working. <laughs> they work in the American League too. I want, I want to see the decision-making. When do you pull the pitcher? That, that to me, was like the heart of the job. And they and they made it easier, basically. They made it easier. You got a man on third, and you're down a run, but your pitcher is cooking, but you really need this run to tie the game. What do you do? What do you do? That question gets taken out of the equation, and I hated that.
0: Yeah, you know what happens in the American League? What? They just have somebody come up that can hit. I know. <laughs> That's what you do. I know it's <laughs> just a lot easier that way I, I like. know
1: and I didn't want it easier I wanted it compelling I wanted oh, drama all right.
0: go ahead Greg you can take your victory left
2: yeah I just don't understand why a DH is even in this game whatsoever oh, it sits well. on its ass for four for the entire nine innings doesn't play defense doesn't do anything stands up four times in a game swings a bat goes okay. back down so That's by gun. that
0: by that logic we shouldn't have pinch runners either well, I mean, I mean that they're
2: last guys they're not playing every five days. It's okay, like but no, guy. but
0: you just said he sits on his ass, right? What does that guy do? What is the, well, because what he'll, is the he'll, he the what is the four, what does the game? fourth or fifth outfielder do?
1: Hell, what are we doing? He, sitting around. Our
2: <laughs> <laughs> right, but uh, we're not professional ball players. They go and they'll actually play a couple innings in a game or they'll play they'll get a spot start, right. whatever it
0: happens to be. DH sits on their ass and does nothing. <sighs> Except nothing. Hit, hit bombs. That's what they do. All right, okay. listen, coming up next
4: Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: Thank you, buddy. It is caller seven. is Kenneth Douglas from Downey. Do you have today's destination of the day? I do. It's Big Bear Lake. There it is. Woo! Congratulations. Thank you so much. That is
1: fantastic. Congratulations. Now let's see what virtual key you get. Ooh.
0: Yave. Numero dos. Key number two. There it is. Key number two. So congrats to you, Kenneth. Man, you got that virtual key that could be the one to start that 2021 Mazda CX-5 Sport from our friend Sal Gonzalez and the folks at Cover City Mazda on Monday, November 30th. And just for qualifying, we're going to hook you up and give you a $100 gift card from Wingstop. So congratulations for that as well. Awesome. Thanks so much, guys.
1: You are very welcome. Now, I want you to hold on to the line because our girl Laura is going to get more information for you. And listen, thank you to Wingstop. Order Wingstop's new all-in bundle for $19.99. You get six crispy tenders and 16 boneless wings, sauced and tossed in up to four flavors, plus a large fry and three dips. See wingstop.com for restrictions and details.
0: And don't forget, listen Monday in the 3 o'clock hour for Mason in Ireland to give you another destination of the day, and then listen for the cue to call in the 5 o'clock hour of our show for your chance to win. In the 710 ESPN Month of Giving. So congratulations again to Kenneth Douglas of Downey. So hopefully you can get one of those virtual keys. If you're listening, don't forget, each and every weekday, this is the drill. 3 o'clock hour, road trip destination, 5 o'clock hour, queue to call, and you get your chance to make it happen. Uh, Speaking of making it happen, the Rams, Uh LZ. So here's a stat that their uh, play-by-play man extraordinaire tweeted out today, J.B. Long, our friend. He said, The average offensive efficiency of the Rams' eight opponents thus far this season is 22nd. The average of the next four coming out of the bye, 7th, Seattle, Tampa Bay, San Francisco, and including the number one offense in the league right now, the Arizona Cardinals. Let me ask you this. At 5-3, mm. and three, Considering that, I know there, there, there's going to be more playoff openings this year than in previous years. Heck, there could be two more playoff spots. But the NFC is tight, and I mm-hmm. think it could get tighter, and the Rams' schedule gets more difficult in the second yes. half. Do you think that, as you look back, that 5-3 and three was enough for them, for you to feel confident in them moving forward with a tougher schedule in the second half?
1: Um. I think they're going to look back at a couple of those losses and see them as missed opportunities. You know, I'm thinking specifically with the Buffalo being down 25 early in the game, making a furious comeback, only to lose in the closing seconds off of a controversial call, and then obviously Miami, right?
0: The Dolphins game could if they if they miss the playoffs by by a game or or even a, a home field in a game, right? By a right. game, and you find yourself having to go on the road. I think that we're going to look back at that Miami game and be like – because we called it in real time, right? Remember you yeah. and I were doing it and we were saying – I was like, this is the game they're absolutely expected to win. They're going to take on a rookie quarterback. Um, yeah. You know, we know Miami's uh, you know, a feisty team, but they should win that game. And then they came out and laid an egg to start that game.
1: Yeah, I mean, they actually led two eggs. Or, you know, there was a big egg lay during that Buffalo game too. Those slow starts killed them in both those games. Um, they're going to look back and wish they would have won those. But to your question, if the goal is to win a Super Bowl, if the goal is to, to, to be a Super Bowl contender, mm-hmm. then you need to sharpen your iron with iron. Mm-hmm. And so I don't necessarily mind the fact that they have a tougher second half of the season in order to be, get better. But there's a good chance because of the competition, especially coming up our division – that 10 wins, which is a pretty good season, may may not not be enough.
0: Right. May not get you in. Because the Cardinals and the Seahawks could also be 10 wins or more. Yes. I mean, I think the Seahawks feels like it's a guarantee barring a Russell Wilson injury, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we don't know what the Cardinals are going to do. They're young. You know, people may figure them out, whatever. But for the the Rams' purposes – you don't mind a tough schedule because you want to be hardened for the postseason. It's just, to your point, was it enough? If they don't get in and it's by a game, um, the first half where they had opportunities to really pad their lead is going to bite them in the ass.
0: Yes. Yeah, I agree. I do think that that, that is the case. Um, and Greg, do you agree? Like, Do you feel like that we're, we may look back at that Miami game and be like, ah?
2: I think you are going to look back on that Miami game and be like, oh, that was a must win because now you're going to the tough part. Like, you had a pretty decently easy part of the first part of the schedule, and now it's just going to get difficult. Right.
0: You had those NFC East teams. You had Miami, you know. um, And look, maybe Miami's better than we think, right? But, like, they're at least... Like those NFC East losses, the NFC East games are. I think to LZ's point, and I know everyone likes to say, you know, you only play was on your schedule. But I'm with you, LZ. I don't know if those those wins feel like quality wins.
1: No, no, they don't. Um, just because of the competition. Now, the now, granted, you know, the Dallas Cowboys did have Dak when we beat them. It, was, it wasn't this incarnation of the Cowboys. It was the one that was supposed to be a good team, but. When you look, again, the slow start against Buffalo, the slow start against, you know, the 49ers, the slow start against Miami, it, it, those kind of games are going to haunt them if they're 10-6, and six, which is yeah. basically just repeating what they did in the first eight. If they finish 10-6, and six, but out of the play postseason, it's because of those slow starts in those earlier games when the schedule was
0: lighter. Yeah. Speaking of games, do we have a battle for L.A. coming up this weekend? I'll explain what that's all about in two minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast. Featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So down on LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. The you're battle for L. you gonna let that slide?
1: You gonna let that slide?
0: What? She's playing when they reminisce over you. Oh, that's true. I'm sorry. I all just right, uh, Laura? I was trying to get to the content, but my oh, apologies. Right. We we'll so let so it sorry. sit for a minute. Go ahead, Laura, let it breathe. Yeah. So I was, was also trying to hit was the post even born. was oh, what I was right. trying to do. I was trying to get there before the words started. You know, in my former life, I felt like it was an FM DJ. Did you really? I mean, in maybe a past life. I could,
1: I could see that. Yeah. I could hit see that po- little urban, gotta urban hit the post, radio. Though.
0: Yeah, you got to hit the post, though. But uh, that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to get through the words quick, get through the, the instrumental to hit the words, and then Laura can pop it. Yeah, you know? My bad. My bad. It's okay. It's okay. I, just remin-
1: I was just reminiscing.
0: I know. You were very excited.
1: Very It's okay. This song was out before Laura was even born. What do you know about this song, girl?
3: I love music.
1: I didn't say you didn't love music. I just want to know what you know about this song.
3: I mean, I have it in here. It's in here because of me. So, obviously, I know a little something. Oh.
1: Oh. Damn. It's Friday. She getting saucy. (laughs) She's like, it's Friday. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I am ready, man. I am ready, too. Like, we got an hour and 15 minutes. Actually, we got like an hour and 30 minutes. Because we got an hour and 20 minutes. Because we had... Yeah. A little red Wendt wine tonight? I've been doing the hard stuff this week though. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I don't know why. I've been doing the hard stuff this week.
1: Oh man. I uh I
0: have uh I have not had any wine. I have had yeah. a lot of scotch and bourbon this week. Well,
1: brother, I'll see your hard stuff and tell you I've been doing all the stuff this week. How about that? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I have had a lot of scotch and bourbon this oh, week. Oh man, <laughs> I don't think I'm alone, by the way, on this. Uh, you scotch are and not. You by are the way, not. I I, I want to shout out the NBA for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NBA really did a real good job of helping people vote that probably didn't get a chance to vote previously with these arenas vote uh, being open as voting centers.
1: Oh, listen. First of all, as I wrote about and have talked about multiple times, being able to vote in Staples Center was was an incredible experience, especially after the championship, and I just feel as if this is something I will hope A&G and the Lakers can work out to do every election. Number two, we know that 10,000 people voted at Staples. Um, we know that 40,000 people voted in Atlanta in their arena. Uh, I don't have the numbers at LAFC or, or uh, in Inglewood at the Forum, mm-hmm. but to your point, George, for the, for the process of democracy, for all the things that the nba has done being so vigilant and using these dormant stadiums to help in this process during a pandemic i think is one of the best things that have happened in 2020
0: yeah it is pretty awesome when you think about it the way it's all kind of worked out man like it has been uh pretty cool and i think it's been something that if you're an nba fan um or you know fan of obviously any nba team you should be you should feel proud of the work that these teams all did, for sure. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Um, and I know, look, people around here like to clown the Clippers, but they did open up the forum as well yeah, in Inglewood. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: And you know what? It's, a, it's another way to celebrate your team in addition to participating in your civic duty. You right. know, So I saw so many people dressed head to toe in Laker gear going to Staples to vote. It was just really cool. Yeah. It, was just, it was awesome to
0: see. It, it was really cool, no doubt. Um, you know what else is really cool is hmm. the battle for L.A. Should we also consider, LZ, the Raiders Chargers part of the battle for L.A.? Like, we always talk about the Rams and the Chargers. But, look, it's very obvious, as we know here by one Greg Bergman, that mm-hmm. the Raiders still have a massive fan base here in Southern California. So should this be considered part of the battle for L.A.? I,
1: I think so, for sure. For sure, and and this is based upon you know just my experiences growing up, you know as a as a gym rat hooper in Detroit uh, with Magic, you know I've talked about this a lot. Magic was our hero growing up. Mm-hmm. Won a chip with Michigan State, you know Lansing is like forty five minutes or so away from Detroit. Mm-hmm. Magic used to always come back to Detroit to ball in the off season, so we loved Magic, right. and so when the Lakers won. In Detroit, we felt like we won too. Right. You know, even though he wasn't in the state anymore. So I, I, I would transfer that same principle to, you know, the Raiders. It's like, yes, they've bounced around a little bit, but we know where the heart of this fan base is, and it's right here in the city. So absolutely, I would consider that part of the Battle of L.A.
0: Greg, I would assume you uh, you, you, agree with that.
2: I, absolutely. I was actually sitting here getting ready to go and be like, L.Z., come on. But you, you said it right. I'm, I'm happy about that. This L.A. is very Raider heavy and it's it's never going to go away. Once you're a Raider fan, you are a Raider fan for life. You don't just give up on them if they move around.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, I, I know that people will say, ah, oh, well, they don't you know, they haven't been here since the 90s or the early 90s. And they went to Oakland and they went to Las Vegas. Now, I don't know, man, once you're a fan of a team, it's hard to give up that fandom. I'm with you, Greg, in that, you know, Laura. Now, you you are like you are not even a huge fan football fan in the sense of you don't have like a team like you like football Mm -hmm. um but you know you've lived here all your life like you would have to consider the raiders part of that equation no
3: i mean there is a part of my life in high school that i was a little confused and you will find me in raider gear oh Um, but i've talked about that that.
1: confused yeah
3: i i've said because my family was very divided it was raiders and cowboys like my dad's brothers younger brothers are huge cowboy fan um Cap, one's a Cap fan, one's a Raider fan. So they would like deck me out and stuff because they wanted me to pick a side. I'm like, I'm just getting free stuff. I'm okay with that. Right. But But um, yeah, so you'll find pictures of me in Raider gear, but I was never a fan. Okay. All right. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Fair enough. Hmm.
3: I don't um. know how I feel about that.
1: <laughs> what do you it, mean? It just, it, well, it just feels like, you know, yeah, I was married to him, but you know, I, he wasn't no. my husband. <laughs> 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 it feels like that. <laughs> It's like if you're a kid and you're in Raider gear and that's all you know, like, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand the process of all of a sudden now we're supposed to discount, you know, your upbringing as a kid.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, look, man, it was free gear. I was okay with that. That's I, I benefited from my uncles fighting with each other, so I took it. Right. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, that's, know, fine. Real. That's, that's fine. Whatever, that's fine. Whatever, whatever, however you want to roll. That's cool. Let's go to jail.
2: Did Laura ever pick a, a team? Did Laura ever pick a, a football team? No. We're, we're halfway through the season. Have you picked a team yet?
3: No, because we ended up playing a bunch of, you know, Dodger games. In well, Tampa, we were out for so, so long.
0: Yeah. yeah, we never actually got a
3: decision. We never... I mean,
0: do you, do you want to just pick one or you just want to tra- try it again next year?
3: We can try it next year.
0: You're just going to be a free agent <laughs> again? Okay. I feel like Laura name likes to
3: keep... Laura I like likes... my
0: options. <laughs> she likes to keep her options open, exactly. I feel like. And there's nothing wrong with that. I like that, too. Okay? Let's go to Jay in L.A. What's up, Jay? Jay? Jay, are you there? All right, Jay's gone. Garrett in Palos Verdes. What's up, Garrett?
4: Hi, guys. You know, uh, I just want to say, first, the young lady that answers the phone is very nice. So I just want to say that. Um, I just want to say, you know, my guy was, was Rich Hill, and, and that was a very good story about him. But the second one was uh, Eric Gagne. You know, I, I followed the Dodgers since the Coliseum, and I've never seen an entrance by a relief pitcher. In my entire watching the Dodgers, when he came in, the whole stadium was electric, and it was it was an event when he came, and he shut everybody down for those what 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 I think it was a year and a half or so unhittable unhittable so, so he was my guy he was a guy I wish I could
0: add uh, to this team. Eric Gagne is a good one. Thank you for the call, Garrett. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Um, His goatee game was very strong. It was. Uh, what were you a big? You had to have been a big Gagne guy in the time. No, Greg. Oh, yeah.
2: I love Gagne. He was he was just amazing. He would throw like a 96-mile-per-hour fastball, and he'd drop it down on you to like 76 out of nowhere. And it was virtually unhittable. And it was just so much fun to watch. I used to make bets on how many pitches he would get out of the inning. And,
1: and he's Canadian.
2: Yeah.
0: That's right. Which... He is Canadian. I completely forgot about that aspect of the equation. Uh, I'm I... always
1: fascinated by the Canadian athletes for some reason. <laughs>
0: They, there's not a lot of mean Canadians, by the way, right? Like, we've kind of established this with Mac, who's going to join us in like 30 minutes, right? Like, that, that's, that's not the case. You don't have a lot of we're, mean Canadians. Well, not
1: those outside of hockey. I mean, hockey's a Right, well, right, least, right. But, correct, yeah.
0: correct, correct. Yes, hockey, they don't care. I mean,
1: but right, it doesn't but, mean that
0: they're not polite and nice when they're not playing hockey, though.
1: Yeah, I'm going to decapitate you, but I apologize.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Hey, <laughs> eh? uh, let's go Me? to John <laughs> in L.A. John, what's up? Hey, LZ and George. How are you guys doing?
3: Hey, man. What's up, brother? Why is it that every year on the day we're supposed to be the most thankful, we get a pathetic football team like the Detroit
1: Lions? I mean, is there a – You know what? LZ. <laughs> oh, <I don't> <laughs> <what>. we going <laughs> to need to <laughs> cut, cut the call. Cut the call. You're not, getting a, you're not getting a virtual key. You're not getting a free T-shirt. You've done all the wrong things in a very short period of time. <laughs> Explain. We are not a We are not pathetic. We're mediocre. How dare you call us pathetic? <laughs> I mean, 0-16, LZ? I mean... Once. That, that's, Once! That's the record book. We're not the only 0-16 team in history.
3: All right, I give them that.
4: But I'm just saying, shouldn't we be given more, better quality football? First I'm of
1: all, thinking? you should be thanking us. Thanking <laughs> the Lions.
4: Why thanking
0: willi- the Lions?
1: Be- because we've been willing to sacrifice our hot our holiday mm-hmm. and our mac and cheese with forks yeah to play football right when everyone else is sitting at home eating our guys are starving themselves they because you can't eat or, yes. you know can't That's eat or, you know can't play on a full stomach we're starving ourselves mm-hmm. to entertain you people
0: yeah you I mean well, they are, by the way? But then we are starved for good football in those days, right? <laughs> right. Oh, right. seriously.
1: Well, good luck with the Dallas Cowboys this year. Oh
0: yeah, ah! that ain't gonna help you. Ooh, Thanksgiving's <laughs> gonna be bad. What is the Thanksgiving slate this year? I gotta check that out. Hold on. Steelers
4: Ravens, the best one. Oh well, Steelers Ravens is gonna yeah. be
0: great. Yeah. And then Dallas and who? Who are they playing? Do we know? Washington Football Team. I think.
1: Oh, oh. And you and you're gonna call up this show and trash Lions, and you just told me that. <laughs> I'm just Come curious to the motive behind the Lions
0: playing on Thanksgiving. I They're mean, playing the Texans too. That's a terrible game.
1: You know, you know why Detroit Lions have that game? No, it's I because,
3: don't. That's why
0: I'm
1: curious. Because it was our idea and we developed and yeah. bred That's this right. as an institution in the sport. You should be thanking us. You should be respecting your elders, not trashing them.
0: Right. That is true. They did definitely create it. That is right. And then Dallas yeah, took it know. over. As, like if it was theirs. No no, 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 no. They valid. didn't take
1: it over. They participated with us.
0: Right, but they make it seem like it's their day.
1: Well, they still think they're America's team. so
0: Right, there is that too. John, thank yeah. you for the call, buddy. Have a great weekend, okay? All right. Uh, coming up next, LZ, you and mm-hmm. I got to talk about some potential big fish out there for the Lakers. There's some Ooh. big fish, and there's two guys they may have to make a deal for. Two guys on the wing that they can make a deal for, but is it worth it? We'll touch on that in just a second. We'll be back in two and a half minutes with what you need to know as well. Sedano on LZ, 710 ESPN.
4: What you need
0: to know here on Sedano and LZ, you know that Dion Sanders LZ is now a I've head coach him. at Jackson State and he yep. got his first commit. Do you know who that is? I do not. ESPN 300 Q- QB, Shadur Sanders, his son, flipped his commitment from FAU to Jackson State University to play for his dad. How do you feel about that? That's not a com-
1: recruit. That's not a recruit.
0: They got his son.
1: That's not a recruit. That's a. Let me tell you something, little man. This is where you're going to play. <laughs> That's not a recruit. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to see it's a family affair. Obviously, it's going to be news when they actually do start to play. But, um, you know, Dion has a challenge in terms of recruiting because even though people of a certain age know who he is, the young people have never saw him play, so he's right. got to actually sell the program.
0: Mm-hmm. That is a great point. Kids have no idea. They, I mean, he hasn't played in 20 years. So, right, <laughs> it, it, is, it has been a long-ass time since he played, for sure. Speaking of playing, a lot of talk about Trevor Lawrence is the number one pick in the draft, and there's a lot of scuttlebutt as to whether he will shun the Jets if they get the number one pick. Joe Namath. The famed quarterback in Jets history says he could also see Trevor Lawrence forcing a trade if picked by the Jets. That is not good news if you're the Jets.
1: Well, they're trash from ownership down. So, you know, if I was Trevor Lawrence, I would take a look at what happened to poor Sam Darnold. I would take a look at what happened to poor Josh Rosen. You know, you and I both talked about this off the air, George, Mm -hmm. that if you're a young QB... And you don't end up in a right program, not a right program or franchise in terms of the roster, but in terms of leadership. They can totally like undermine your career. So if I was Mr. Lawrence, I would look at the Jets and I would go, Yeah, your leadership is flawed. I don't want any parts of it.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Now, do you think where do you think what would be a good place for Sam Darnold? Like a good second spot to recover from his career? Patriots. Hmm. They New do England? need a quarterback.
1: They, they do need, need a quarterback.
0: quarterback. They do need a quarterback. They do need a quarterback. I'm trying to think what else. What about like Indy? You know, like Philip Rivers ain't going to be there forever. You know? He, he, he's
1: not. Um, but Sam Darnold, in terms of personality and package, can be a star. Right. And I think if he ended up in a place like, you know, New England – the media attention will automatically be there. If he goes right. to the Colts, he has to be right. playing and winning in order to get attention. And I don't know if they're going to be doing that with him soon.
0: Okay, fair enough. Greg, do you, is there a spot that you look at that could be a resurrection spot for Sam Darnold? No. I think he's done. <laughs> like, you don't think he's good? No, I don't. I mean, I don't he plays he for a team that has no offensive line, no running back, and no wide receivers.
2: I think he's and like a terrible unfortunately, coach. No, I'm, I, I think he's like Rosen. I think it's the same type of deal. I no. Love Rosen, he's gonna, no. He's not going to be. No way.
0: Dying. Listen, I He'll love be a backup. Josh he's a Rosen. career backup. Career backup. No way. No. no. I think he's Why? at least a decent starter in this league. Mm-mm.
2: I don't think he's going to make it. I don't think that he's, he has the skills to do it. What, that's just what, how I feel what about it. I know he went to SC, but I just don't. I don't think that he for anything. Wait, that but
0: I've what? Seen what are the skills that you think he lacks? Because he's got uh, the
1: arm, he's got athleticism. He's, right. His decision making is questionable. I will agree sure. with that. Yeah. But it's only the, questionable because sometimes he finds himself in situations where he thinks he has to do something.
2: And yeah, and that's part of the decision making that some guys have, and some guys just don't. And I don't think that he has it. I, I'm just out on him. I think that he's going to end up a backup for the rest of his career. He'll, actually, he'll be in the league for a little while, but as a backup, I don't. I like Rosen's probably out, but Darnold will still be around, but just backing somebody up. Damn, great spot starts
0: in Denver. I feel like that's oh, some man. UCLA hate coming out. No, no, I mean, the UCLA hate.
1: It sounds like the hate of someone who eats mint chocolate with a spoon and eats macaroni and cheese with a spoon and who doesn't have chili with beans and who eats onion bagels and mayo.
0: Right. It's just aggressive.
2: <laughs> okay, just stop on the mayo. Everything else, whatever, but just stop on the mayo. I, I refuse to be a mayo
0: person. <laughs> yeah, That's it. That's where he draws the line. All that other garbage you threw in there that he, that he actually eats, that's different. Um, I, I'd love to open it up to the phones at 877 espn Like, where would you like to see – Sam Darnold clearly not going to be a Jet. I don't care what the general manager said this week, that he's the quarterback of the future. That's nonsense. Uh, they are clearly going to try to draft a player uh, at that position. Like, I, would, I would deal him. And I think that there are teams out there that you can get so, – you can get something for Sam Darnold. I don't think there's any question about that.
1: Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. I mean, he – I mean, he, he is borderline. Um, if he doesn't get in the right program next, and I keep saying program because I still view him as a kid, if he doesn't yeah. get in the right franchise next, then he could be, as Greg said, a career backup. But if he gets traded to the right guy, you know, Bruce Arians, you know, after following Tom after Brady. Tom Brady? Yeah. Right.
0: How about, how about it's Pittsburgh after
1: Ben? Yeah, like he just needs to be with a – a oh. franchise with Dude. leaders.
0: How about this? Kyle Shanahan is one of the best offensive coaches in the league. They're going to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo after this year. Why not there?
1: Yeah, I don't know about all that. I I, I want him with an old guy. Because oh, I don't so know you, what, you want I, I him
0: don't, to learn for another year.
1: Yeah, I don't know who Kyle Shanahan is yet.
0: Look, he's a really good offensive coach. I mean... I mean, he's got Matt Mullins scoring that. touchdowns or whatever. Nick Mullins, I'm sorry. Scoring touchdowns. Rich Rich Mullins. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Nick. One of the Mullins. Rich
1: Mullins. One of the Mullins.
0: One of the Mullins brothers. No, it is Nick Mullins. Scoring touchdowns. I mean, you got to be pretty good to get that dude to score touchdowns for you.
1: Yeah, it's just that, you know, I'd much rather he be with an old head.
0: Right. No, I get that. You can learn. Right. You can learn from a Ben or a Tom or someone like that. Exactly. I get it. I get it. Uh, All right, that's what you need to know. Presented by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. So, LZ... The NBA is back again, officially, uh, December 22nd. They have a tentative agreement, but for all intents and purposes, they're coming back. Um, So that means free agency is coming up. I'm looking at my watch here. uh, In about two weeks. (laughs) Two weeks Mm -hmm. from today, I believe, free agency will open. Now, there's a lot of scuttlebutt around two guys, Victor Oladipo and Bradley Beal, both guys that clearly would be amazing on the Lakers. But here's the thing. With Oladipo teams, according to reports, want to see him play before a trade. And with Beal, it feels like teams are trying to make that happen, like they're, they're doing a LeVar ball and trying to speak it into existence. Um, <laughs> whereas Bradley has consistently said, no, dog, I'm good. And the Wizards are like, well, no, we don't want to trade him. And then the rumors are, if they want to trade him, that you need to give him like Anthony Davis-type haul. And I don't, I don't see that happening either. Uh, he's not Anthony Davis for as good as he is. So let's start with Oladipo. Mm-hmm. I think I would make a move on him. He makes $21 million. He, he didn't look bad. Granted, he hadn't played in a year, over a year. But I thought in the bubble he looked okay. Better than he looked in the 13 games he played prior to the bubble. And if you get him, you can get him cheaper because nobody really knows what he's got left. And at the end of the day, worst case scenario, he's like he's a free agent in this offseason. And if he's good... You can go over the cap for him because you then traded for his bird rights. I actually think that Victor Oladipo is not a bad steal for a team that's a contender right now.
1: I I don't li- I don't mind the scenario you painted. I just keep going back to this one thing,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: is you lock in Anthony Davis, right? Right. You need to lock in someone who's going to be able to compliment Anthony Davis as close to a similar fashion as LeBron to keep the winning happening. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm not sure. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to even couch it. Victor Oladipo is not that guy. He's a great guy to have with LeBron and AD, but when LeBron retires in -hmm. 20 years, Mm -hmm. I don't think that Victor is the guy who has the skill set to pair with AD to keep the winning happening. Mm Mm-hmm based upon the way i've seen him play over the years that's not shade on victor by the way right. he's a really really good player right. but for what ad needs to complement his skill set i don't think victor has
0: okay that's interesting what do you think do you think you roll the dice on a victor Oladipo, greg you're a contender
2: yeah i mean it's tough he, can, he really does have all the skills that could be Fantastic I like the way that you put it. Sedano is that he's basically a guy that he's if he's good, you get his bird rights if he's not, you let him go because he's a free agent.
0: right you're just rolling the dice, you know yeah, I don't got a problem with that
2: to be the third guy luck, he's better than Coos.
0: Well the only he thing he is better here, than Kuz. Here's the
1: problem. If you go after him with the experiment that we're talking about, then you don't go after other free agents or other tradable players who actually may be a better fit for A.D.
2: Like like who? Like like, like, a, like a Bogdanovich? Like the, was that was at Bojan no, Bogdan? Bojan? No, no
1: no no no. We're talking like all-star caliber players. I think actually think that Bradley Beal is a better fit.
2: I just don't know if we can give enough away. I mean, that's a lot to give away to get to get Bradley Beal. Their do GoFundMe the account.
1: I mean,
0: <laughs> I mean I'm go yeah. Fund I you. don't think the La- the Lakers don't have assets. I don't think very many teams have the assets that they that, no, that no. Washington wants.
1: No, no, no. That That is very, very true. But I'm just thinking I'm thinking long term, mm-hmm. right? And long term, do you think Victor Oladipo, based upon the way that you've seen him at his best and Anthony Davis is a championship caliber team? Because I don't
0: No, You're saying beyond that, but you don't beyond, have to right. keep it, but you don't have to keep him. You know what I'm saying? That's no, the whole you point. You
1: don't have to keep. How the hell is Miami trailing already? Or right, Anyway, because this game
0: <laughs> is like it, it, is literally they've scored. Well, they're about to, uh, yeah. They it is twenty 24-21 in a half of football, or still less than a half of football. They have scored forty five points between the two teams. This is oh. like a video game.
1: Do all of the defensive players have COVID and they can't play or something? I don't know what the part?
0: hell is happening. Oh, but man. both teams are just throwing the ball the rock all around the field, all around the field. Yeah,
1: man, that's crazy. But uh, I just don't think. There are certain things that you know from watching AD before the Lakers and with the Lakers that I think he needs, mm-hmm. and I'm not quite sure if Victor Oladipo. next it's not even. I'm not quite sure. Victor Oladipo is not the guy who has the things that AD needs to have in order to be successful. I right. think you need someone else <laughs> in that scenario. But if you want to trade for, if we want to trade for him as the third player with LeBron, right. that's fine. But then if we have to sign him to long-term money afterwards because we like him with LeBron, then we're married to him after LeBron. And then the question becomes, do those two keep winning? And that's where I keep going to know.
0: I no, saw some I get rumors. No, I, I just I, man, I, I just feel like you, you just roll the dice on one year and see what it looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean... So, I I saw a
2: rumor about Devin Booker wanting out of Phoenix. Now, what would you do for, like, would Devin Booker be the right type of guy to go? I would go to
1: Devin Booker. I'm in Arizona right now. I personally would rent a U-Haul truck and help pack and and, and move (laughs) Devin Booker (laughs) to wherever part of Calabasas he want to be in. And I would unpack and discard all the boxes and paperwork. I love me some damn Devin Booker. Now, if Devin Booker is the object of our affection, now we're talking. Right. Now we're talking. I don't think Victor's that guy.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: What say you? Uh, I mean, yes. Devin Booker's different, but I don't see Phoenix getting – I don't think Phoenix – I think Phoenix thinks that they can be a playoff team. And I honestly, here's the deal. Actually, you know what? I'll save it for after Mac. I've got got some – let's just call it info on what Phoenix is trying to do. And it may – be something that the Lakers might want to do too. So they may try maybe try they may be trying to run interference on the Lakers and I'll explain what that means at 6:30 after we talk to Mac.